Will the new DC shows on HBO Max be good? Will the PS5 be the future of gaming? And is COVID-19 actually coming to an end? Well, I talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus. And today is the first episode that is being recorded inside my own home. That is right. I am currently recording inside my living room right now. So if you hear any like echo or anything like that or noise, like my home, I I actually, because I I live with my parents, you know, and we still have a home phone. So there may be the home phone might, (laughs) might ring in the background. But I am currently sitting in my living room on the couch because every episode previously is usually recorded either at some location of where my guest is or when it's me, I usually do it in my truck to get away from any other sound because I don't have like a soundproof room in my house because I'm not, I'm not a streamer on YouTube and I'm also not insane for any other reason why you would have it. But yeah, I'm recording this inside of my house. Um, this episode comes out June 13th. I will go ahead and say this is being previously recorded on June 10th, the Wednesday before. And I can say that my parents have been on vacation this past week. So I've been living it up, getting lit, as y'all always know that I do. Um, just been basically sitting at home doing, (laughs) doing nothing, uh, I watched a lot of YouTube, I will say that. I checked out HBO Max. I haven't watched hardly anything on here, to be honest with you. I'm currently on my TV uh, looking through some of the shows and movies that are available on HBO Max. Like um, Rick and Morty, like like I've said before in previous episodes, all seasons 1, 2, and 3 of Rick and Morty are on there. But season 4 is not because it's still... Available on TV because the series of season four just ended on Adult Swim channel. I do not know if you can get it on their app or website and watch season four. But I have I have watched all four seasons so far. And it's a great show. But they also offer like It Chapter 2 is on there. And then like other HBO original shows and HBO movies that are on there. And there's also uh, the Joker movie that Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor Oscar for. Which is a really good movie. I saw it only once in theaters. It was, uh, it's very good, very dramatic. You know, it's a drama and it's rated R, of course, because it really personifies the Joker character. And also I wanted to say about these new DC shows that are going to be coming out on HBO Max. Um, HBO Max has also like all these Batman animated shows and movies. Like there, if you go under the HBO, if you go on HBO Max app, you can go to different categories that they have available like HBO DC, Looney Tunes, Adult Swim, Cartoon Network. I'm going to go under the DC section 
and see what different stuff they have available. They have the Suicide Squad movie, um, Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman, the terrible Justice League movie. Oh, Jonah Hex is on here. This has got a, and then even the terrible Green Lantern movie. And it's like, they don't have a bunch. But, like, they have a lot of animated stuff as well. Like, the old school classic Teen Titans show, which was amazing. Uh, Batman vs. Robin, The Dark Knight Returns, Part 1, Part 2, Batman Beyond. So, it's like different mainstream shows and movies that you may have heard of if you are a DC fan and know stuff about different animated um, stuff about that DC puts out there. But, like, a lot of these, like, Batman animated movies are rated R and, or PG-13 at least, because, like, he's ruthless. <laughs> like, Batman, he doesn't kill people, but, God, he, he beats them to, to where they're almost dead. Like, it's near-death experience if you get beat up by Batman. But... There's some new shows that they have already confirmed, like I've said before, the uh, Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie will be coming out next year. I don't know when, all I know is 2021, I think it's going to be anywhere probably either February maybe, around there, or could be going into like May or June, I just feel like it'll be in that first half of 2021. Because they're working on it now, like they're bringing back Ben Affleck and all the other char- all the other actors who are going to play some characters. They're going to redo it because he said he's going to redo, like, if you've seen the Justice League movie that did come out, it had that red sky towards the end of the movie, like with the big fight with Steppenwolf and then Superman came back. That's a spoiler for two years ago whenever this movie came out. And it sucks, so it doesn't matter. But that red sky, Zack Snyder was like, I'm getting rid of the red. There was too much red. <laughs> he said that. And I was like, well, good. Because that red, it, it's something. But uh, they have confirmed that all these newer shows, like how what Disney Plus was doing with Star Wars and Marvel, is what HBO Max is going to do with DC, with different shows. Like with Disney Plus, when it started, The Mandalorian started, which is a really good show. And then they confirm, like, the next season of The Mandalorian is coming this year. We got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show, WandaVision, Loki, and then many more coming in next year. But HBO Max is going to do stuff like, right here, they say Justice League Dark, which is going to be a show, uh, a Green Lantern series, and an Aquaman show. So, like, I, I, I don't know if it's... Right now, I think they said Aquaman's show is going to be uh, the Jason Momoa version of Aquaman from the DC that we of the live action DC movies that we watch today. And uh, I don't know what it entails. That's really all they said. Like Green Lantern, I don't know if it's going to be one Green Lantern or it's going to be in the the entire Green Lantern core, and we may see other colored lanterns like red, yellow, uh, blue, and many others. Um, it's like, I don't, I don't know. And I, I really am interested to see what the Green Lantern show has to come of it. Because when I was younger, I was really a big fan of the Green Lanterns. Like the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie was all right when it first come out to me because I was also younger. 
But then you rewatch it whenever you get older, and when you get older, you get like a better mindset of understanding what's happening in movies, and like, oh, like me, I watch a lot of movies, and I can be able to give you a summary of it, and then tell you like, do you like this type of movie? If you're not into R-rated movies, you shouldn't watch uh, the Quentin Tarantino movies or something like that. You know, if like if you get a if you get sick to your stomach whenever you see a lot of blood and violence and gore. <laughs> don't watch the Quentin Tarantino movies or other like big name war movies like that <coughs> that are rated R and you shouldn't um like I can be able to see that now being 20 years old and being able to understand how like movies are made and how the all the work that goes into it and then I can be able to see like oh that was really good acting ship like um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, when I watched it, and I only saw a couple movies in the best picture and best actor, uh, category, I was like, I don't think Joker is gonna win best picture, but there's no doubt in my mind that Joaquin Phoenix is gonna win best actor for his acting in the Joker movie. Like, I see right here, Green, the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds, Came out in 2011. I was 11. <laughs> that was nine years ago since that movie's come out. And I remember when it come out, I was pumped for it because it's like, it's Green Lantern. Like, Green Lantern, in my opinion, is such an underrated character in the DC, the, the DC universe, I should say. Because, like, he's had one movie, he's been throughout all the animated shows, and he's got his own comic book series, probably. And he's throughout there, and he's very powerful and all that. But the way they did the movie was terrible. And I don't... Uh, the, be <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds' version, was at the end of Deadpool 2, whenever he went back in time and Deadpool killed Ryan Reynolds... Whenever he said, this is my big break, and he held up a script, and it said Green Lantern on it, and then Deadpool shot Ryan Reynolds in the back of the head, that was the funniest thing, and that was the best part of anything related to Ryan Reynolds to Green Lantern, because Ryan Reynolds himself knows that this movie sucked and was terrible. So, I mean, it was kind of cool because he was Green Lantern, and he he was, I mean, Ryan Reynolds could be a good Hal Jordan version of Green Lantern, but just the way of the movie's direction, and, like, the bad guy was just, like, a cloud that went through space, and I don't know. It just was not that good of a movie, in my opinion. Like, Justice League is still the worst movie compared to that, but... Green Lantern, I would rather watch it probably than Justice League, but I don't know. It's They're kind of close. But, so I really am anticipating to see what the Green Lantern series entails, and I will watch it, of course, and then the Aquaman series as well. Then there's Justice League Dark. Now, I don't really know that much about the Justice League Dark and I know they've had, like, an animated movie, and they said they were originally going to make a movie, like, back in the day, and all that kind of stuff, you know. So I think Batman's a part of it, and some other stuff. is like, John Constantine is a guy, is one guy, 
in it. So, I don't know. It'll be something. Hopefully, they're all, I'm pretty sure they're all live action shows. I don't think they're going to be animated. But it's going to be really good to see, like, more characters in DC. Because it's like with Marvel, they're constantly introducing new characters, whether they do it subtly in a movie or something, or they just full-on, like, hey, we're going to give Ant-Man a movie, you know, so. Because, like, they get introduced to all the main characters, had the Avengers, and then they introduced some more, had another Avengers movie. That's like, well, that's what DC needs to do, but... They have to do it in their own way from Marvel because they don't want to be seen as, like, copying Marvel. So, having, like, different solo movies and then the big Justice League movie. So, like, DC's got their good and bad movies just like Marvel does. Is that Marvel has a lot more movies, so therefore a lot more of those are better and only a few here and there suck when DC, they don't have that many. Like, the Justice League movie's not that good. Green Lantern's not even tied into it. Uh, the Wonder Woman movie's really good, Shazam's good, Aquaman's good, it's really, like, that they accepted Shazam was gonna be a good movie because of how they used the comedy in that movie, because they were like, Shazam is gonna be, like, DC's version of Thor Ragnarok, in my opinion, and I liked it, you know, I thought it was gonna be really good, and I watched it in theaters, like, right on the front row, where I had to, like, stare and look up at the ceiling the whole time you're watching the movie, and then you get out, and you're walking out of the theater, and your neck's still looking up, and they're like, why are you looking up? And then I'm like, I'm stuck. My ne- I, uh, Yeah, it's like, and then you move your head down, it's like, oh, and it's just like, because it feels like that whenever you wake up in the morning, and you, like, you stretch, like, every limb and ligament of your body has got to, like, throw it way out to the side, and you're like, oh, you know, you know what I'm talking about, and every bone in your body pops at, like, one time, and it, like, shakes the house, and it feels like I'm popping every bone in my body, and it feels like an earthquake just happened, because, <laughs> well, I don't know about y'all, but that's what happens to me every morning, so, but yeah, really anticipating what to see from DC and HBO Max of all. So, because I, I believe HBO Max, like, so many people have said that even though it's, like, $15 for you to pay for it a month, it also has a wide variety of DC stuff and then, like, Cartoon Networks and Adult Swim content and just HBO's content as well. Like, their own limited series of, like, the stuff they own of, like, The Watchmen Show, Game of Thrones, Westworld... Um, The Sopranos is on there. Uh, Friends is on HBO Max. And then Rick and Morty. And then they have their own movies that they'll be making and stuff. Because they're just trying to do what Netflix is doing. But they're doing it in in an HBO style. So, Just waiting to see what's going to happen, you know. Really, that's about it, really. Just trying to see if they'll actually be good is what I hope. And I have high hopes for them, you know. I'll, I'll watch them. And I'll probably talk about them here next year whenever they are available to all of us. So, I'll just wait, check them out, and see what's going to happen. So, last week, they were supposed to have an event for Sony's PlayStation. 
I'm a PlayStation guy, if y'all don't know. I, I have nothing against Microsoft and the Xbox. It's just I've never owned one. <laughs> I grew up, and, my, and we had a Sega and a PlayStation 1. And that was it. Well, we, have the, we had the Wii when it came out. But that was basically it. That we have. I, I have owned, and I think somewhere in this house, I still have the PlayStation 1. I know I have the PlayStation 2 in my room that is collecting dust right now. And then I have the PlayStation 3 and 4 sitting right next to each other. And... I just never owned an Xbox. Like, I'd go to friends' houses, and they'd have one, and I would know how to work it, you know? I mean, the controllers are barely any different, you know? It's like, the just one of the sticks on the left side is moved up, and then that uh, arrow keys are moved down. Like, they just swap position. And then, like, on the right side, the uh, buttons are not the same but it's like when you if you play a game on playstation you play the same game on xbox it's in the same spot you know what i'm saying like shoot the shoot button isn't going to move anywhere else unless you go to the settings and move, move it yourself so but sony's playstation was supposed to have an event last week i believe and i think they're going to reveal the PlayStation 5 and talk about the exclusive games that are only going to come out on PlayStation 5 coming out towards the end of this year, going into next year, and so on. But that didn't happen. I don't know why. Probably COVID-19 or protests and rioting or something other. They just weren't able to. I don't know. Um, so it, instead, it's happening this week. And as of this recording... It's supposed to take place June 11th, which is this, for all of y'all, this past Thursday. And for me, that's tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm not able to talk about it because I don't know anything because it hasn't happened yet. So I'm excited for that to see what's going to happen. And I'll probably talk about that in two weeks from now because I really want to see what the PlayStation 5 will look like, because like I said, I'm a big PlayStation person. I've owned every generation of it, and I will definitely most likely get the PS5. And it'll have its kinks and stuff to work out at the beginning, which everything does. Like, I mean, when you buy a brand new iPhone, and it's got the new iOS whatever on it, they always have to put out an update, like within the next couple of days or the next week to be like bug fixes and performance issues. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to have its, its flaws at the beginning, but that's the, they're putting out this PlayStation five this year. It's supposed to come out holiday 2020, which is around Christmas time. And the Xbox is too. So it's like, that's why whenever you see like a new Xbox is going to come out or a new PlayStation is going to come out, you're going to most likely see a version of the other brand is going to come out because they're going to come out, come out together to combat each other. Like Xbox has had all their, the 360, the Xbox one. I think this new one is going to be called the Xbox series X. And then this PlayStation is the PlayStation 5. So, we've already they've already shown the picture of the controller, which isn't much any different. I mean, it kind of looks a little bit bigger, but that's about it compared to the PlayStation 4 uh, controller. But mainly what I wanted to know is, like, they're going to talk about the games and talk about uh, 
content that they're making at Sony. So I'm really excited to see that. I will be tuning in tomorrow. For all of y'all listening, it has already happened. And if you are interested in that, all you got to do, if you haven't seen it on any like social media, because it'll probably all, if you follow that kind of stuff, it'll be all over like probably Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter as well. But I'll be checking it tomorrow for me. But then for y'all, if you ever want to just check it out, just Google PS5 in all caps and it'll come up. Or just PlayStation if you if you want to. Um, and it'll come up like, PS5, check it out now. Here's a new picture and this is what it looks like. And how how who will win the console war, wars? The PlayStation or the Xbox? We'll just have to wait and see this holiday 2020. So, I mean, if I had a butt ton of money, I would buy one of each, to be honest with you, you know, just to have that full experience because both companies have the only exclusive games exclusive to only Xbox and then some games are exclusive only to PlayStation. So it's like, yeah, I want to play that game, but I have to pay like $500 to get the console and then buy a brand new $60 game and then probably buy another controller. So it's like by the time you're able to just play this one game that you really want to play, you're spending close to six, $700. And just to play this game that I'm, that if I play like I usually do, that I'm going to beat in like four days. So it's like, I'll just skip it. I'll just go on YouTube and watch a Let's Play video or something of somebody else playing it and be like, oh, that looks cool. And then that's it. <laughs> that's as far as it goes. So really excited to see what happens. And y'all can check it out if you like, if you are interested in that type of thing. So as always, every two weeks... The Toddcast Instagram, you can follow it only on Instagram at the underscore Toddcast underscore, only on Instagram, nowhere else, to get updates and um, to be a part of the show, kind of. Uh, there was a story posted on Instagram by the Toddcast Instagram account that was asking for your questions, and we got a couple, so thank you for that. So we're going to go through a couple of these questions uh, first off, I did want to say two weeks ago, I was asked the question of if I had, uh, if it was all expenses were paid for and I didn't have to pay for the actual trip to go anywhere in the world, I said I was going to think about it, so I'm going to give you your answer here now. Hopefully you are listening. Las Vegas. Hands down. Even though I could go anywhere in the world, like I could go to Paris, I could go to London, I could go to Egypt, I could go to Tokyo if I wanted to, you know, I could go anywhere or Australia, or even like go see the Kremlin in Russia, you know, it's like different big stuff. Even go to Chernobyl and probably, and hopefully not get cancer, <laughs> but I, I would, if you're paying for all of my expenses... I would go to Vegas, and if you could pay for all of my expenses, as in, like, pay for all my food, and then if I ended up, and then if, I don't know if I'm old enough or not, I don't know what the age is, but if I was able to gamble, <laughs> I could just gamble away an infinite amount of money to win back money, hey, I'm I'm down for that, but yeah, I would, I've always loved to go see Las Vegas, 
because it's like it's very iconic city, you know. And it's like I've always heard the food, some of the food's really good, and like I want to stay in like a really nice like casino hotel, you know. So I'll, I'll go check it out, you know, go check out a show or something other, you know. So hopefully that answers your question. Uh, Las Vegas is definitely on the top, like top five list of places where I would want to go. We got another question right here that I'm checking out. Would you rather, oh, here we go. Would you rather fight a silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear? Well, crap. That's a, that's a really good question. See, when you say fight, <laughs> that means I could lose. And most likely, this is a lose-lose situation, <laughs> in my opinion. <coughs> like, if I yeah, grizzly bear. <laughs> because silverback gorillas are closer to humans than bears are. And fighting like a... How, like, how big can silverback gorillas get? Like, them, they, they're huge. And strong as crap. Like, I, I would die. Like, if I fought an enraged silverback gorilla. Like, they can get up to five and a half feet tall and weigh almost 350 pounds. Like, good lord. I'm fighting, like, a full-on wrestler. <laughs> and they're strong as crap. So, like, what am I going to do against that? And my, like, even though the grizzly bear might could be taller when it stood stands up and bigger and heavier and pretty strong as well. I feel like if I just got on its back or something, you know, I could get it because the gorilla is, you know, it's almost like fighting a human because it's like so strong and so like it's got, it's got its limber and it's got all the arm width and the wingspan. The wingspan, you know, of being able to grab at me with its mighty hands and throwing me. And, you know, it doesn't have feet. It's got hands for feet. So now I'm basically fighting a four-armed, like, wrestler <laughs> is what I'm really fighting. I'm fighting a four-armed, 350-pound wrestler. And either one of them is going to kill me. Like, that's already <laughs> that's already in my mind that I'm going to die if I fight one of them. But it's like, I feel like I have a better chance against a grizzly bear, even though they're massive. I feel like I could withstand longer against a bear than a gorilla. Because, like, if you want to choose one to die quicker to, gorilla will just pick me up, chunk me against a wall, and slap me up against the ground and stuff. It's like, I don't have a chance against him. But a bear... He's more animalistic because he's going to just, like, charge at me and try to claw me to death and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, like, I would fight a grizzly bear because of that reason that I feel like I would not be able to withstand against a gorilla, especially a silverback gorilla. So, grizzly bear would be to answer your question. If money wasn't an option... What vehicle would you have? Oh, okay. This is kind of like the trip question. But, like, if I got a car for free, and I still take it as though if I had to pay for gas or if I got a Tesla, you know, I'd have to get the installment of the charger. If money was not an option, which vehicle would I have? That's a really good question. 
There are a lot of vehicles out there. And a lot of really nice vehicles. Like, I choose, like, a Camaro or a Dodge Challenger or something, you know, like, really not that expensive of a car whenever you think of, like, Ferrari and all those, and Bugatti and all those top brand, like, cars. Whenever you see them, you're like, that's an expensive car, you know. I would love to have a Corvette, like a brand new 2020 uh, Corvette Stingray would be like my dream car. Like that, like you got your dream car and then you got dream car that you most likely can afford. <laughs> like, I feel like I could afford a Corvette Stingray more than like Ferraris and all that kind of stuff because the Corvette, even if you put all the good stuff in it that you would want, it would still be around $100,000. That's really expensive for a car, but whenever you take that in the grand scheme of like, I'm currently looking at a Bugatti Veyron. I do not know how much this thing costs. It is, the miles per gallon suck on the 2011 version. It gets seven miles per gallon in the city and it's 1,200 horsepower. Good Lord. Very fast. Like, there's a bunch of, like, you can just Google, like, fast cars. Like, I would, I, I even like uh, older model cars. Like, this Plymouth Barracuda and the older versions of the Challenger and the Charger and uh, Mustang as well and Camaros. But, like, there's, there's no, like, I would definitely probably get a Corvette, to be honest with you, because if I just did that... I would still be able to drive it around and stuff because, like, there's cars nowadays that you can get that are so fast that when you put normal tires on them and just drive at really high speeds, they melt the rubber on the tire because you're going so fast and it's the friction on the road is, and then they're moving so quick that it's literally melting the rubber on the tires. Because that's how fast people can make cars nowadays. And then there's like the transition to Tesla, the electric cars. Like I would get that, uh, it's a Tesla Roadster, I think is what it is. And it kind of looks like a Corvette type uh, fast car, you know. But it's a Tesla, it's electric. You know, like if I could get, uh, that's what I should get. Get a Corvette Stingray 2020, but no gas engine, put an electric engine in it. And then we can, then we can start talking. Cause like, I would definitely own a Tesla, like no doubt. Like Tesla Roadster looks really cool. There's a 2011 version that is really cool looking. I would definitely own that probably. The 2020 Corvette Stingray is really nice. Uh, a coupe is way cheaper than a convertible. Literally $8,000 cheaper. I don't think I would ever want to own a convertible, but that's just me. I would stay with a coupe. Uh, there's many, there's many cars, you know, like, but to have one car and just be like, pick that car and then they bring it on a flatbed truck to my house. So, yeah, I would pick to answer your question. I'm pretty, and I've said it a bunch. Twenty twenty Corvette Stingray. All the way, as in like 
It's got to be red. It's got to have a nice red kind of interior. Uh, decked out all the way with the inside and with the uh, console, the electronic stuff in it, the technology inside needs to be decked out. Really nice tires, you know, like some cool rims or something, you know. A spoiler on the back. Like, let's get all the stuff on it. So, 2020 Corvette Stingray decked out all the way would probably be my car that I would choose out of all that. The last question we got. If you had to give up one for the rest of your life, like no talking or reading about, no watching, and no future knowledge of, which one would you give up? Marvel or DC? Hmm. That's a really good question because I just talked about DC a bunch on H about being on HBO Max and all. But I'd have to give up DC. Like, like you say, no talking, reading, watching. Like, it's still there. As in, that's the way this is saying, is that DC is still going to be making all of these shows and stuff, but what if I just never knew about it? I didn't see it on social media. I can't watch it. I can't read articles about it. Nobody can even talk about it to me. And it's like, whatever has happened now, starting today, I have no more knowledge of DC. Comic book-wise, movie show-wise, nothing. Like, I ended off here. I would pick DC to give up. Because Marvel's just got too much stuff that I want to know. Like, they got such good movies. Like, the Black Widow movie still got to come out. And a Doctor Strange movie. And the next Black Panther movie. And the next Captain Marvel movie. And the next Thor movie. And the next Spider-Man movie. And the next Avengers movie. Like all these other great Marvel movies that I want to see. Even like starting out with the Shang-Chi movie. There's going to be a Blade movie. And all these other Disney Plus shows. Like I would give up DC. Because. I do have hope for them. But I have a lot, I want to know where Marvel's going next. Like, when Marvel ended with Endgame, that was a good ending. Like, if they made no movies or anything else after that, like, the world ended after Endgame, that was a very good ending. Because it ended a story. Even though they did say Spider-Man Far From Home, the second Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland, that technically ended that phase. Endgame ended it for me. And Spider-Man Far From Home was basically like a conclusion if you will and yeah DC would definitely I would give them up in a heartbeat compared to Marvel because Marvel's got like the comic books still like DC's got the very good comic books and the really good animated shows and other live action shows and they're somewhat good movies but some of them aren't that good it's like that I I have higher hopes for Marvel than DC like that's that's just my opinion, though. Like, I don't want to offend anybody with that. But that's just what I believe. And Marvel, it's only touched the surface. Even though they've had over 20 movies and what they're doing, they haven't even gotten close to the core of what Marvel can do. And it's owned by Disney. Like, Disney can do whatever they want because <laughs> it's Disney. <clears throat> and they just got the X-Men and the Fantastic Four back. So it's like, come on. 
and then Daredevil and all the Defenders and the Punisher are coming back at the end of this year going into the next year. So it's like, we're going to have everybody back home in Marvel with Disney. And like, Disney's not, even though a lot of people don't like Disney, I do because they did Marvel. They did Marvel right. And even though the last three Star Wars movies weren't the best, they were all right. And they're doing The Mandalorian. So it's like, it's bringing it back. (laughs) But yeah, I would give up DC to answer your question on that. DC would have to go. And I would not be able to watch or know about any future references of of DC from here on out. So, those are all the questions. Thank you for submitting those. As as again, I will say that it's every two weeks that I most likely put a question on the Toddcast Instagram story to check out. You can post your questions there. There, I was gonna say I was about to say that all there is not a there's not a bad question. That's a lie. There's always a lot of bad questions. <laughs> so, but if you ever think of like a would you rather question or something Marvel, DC, Star Wars related like that or video games or movies or shows, please submit your questions there. It's usually every two weeks on like a Monday, Monday, Tuesday, one of those days. And just check Instagram around those days and you'll see that it is posted on there. So thank you for those questions. And hopefully I answered them well for y'all. So I did want to say real quick, because I didn't really want to talk about it, but I will. I do, I do want to send my condolences and my prayers to the family of George Floyd, who was murdered by a cop in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I do want to send my condolences to his family and to the families of all the other people in the past couple of weeks who have been murdered by police, by the police and the cops. But I also want to send condolences to the families of the people who also were beat to death and killed in the protests and the riots. And it's a serious time in our life that 2020 has really been a crap year. Like, we can be honest here, like being very serious about that, that between... uh, World War Three almost started at the beginning of the year. Um, the Australia fires happened, and then COVID-19 took over the world. And now we're dealing with protests and riots. And I have nothing wrong with protests and riots, personally. Or protests, I should say. I have nothing wrong with protests, like peaceful protests. You're standing there yelling, getting your point, trying to get your point across, holding up signs. That's okay. I'm okay with that. And holding big meetings and stuff, perfectly fine. The rioting and the looting is where I draw the line because it is stupid and there's no point in it that you're trying to get your point across by proving the point that people are making. You understand what I'm saying? Is that I'm not a racist. I was born and raised in the South. I'm in in uh, northern Louisiana is where I'm from. I love this state. I love everybody here that I know. It's like, I mean, I have a bunch of friends and a big family 
and I don't think I, I'm not a racist. Like I try, I like, I'm not saying I, I'm, well, let me, well, <laughs> stumble over my words here. I'm not, I, I'm, there are, I grew, I'm, the way I grew up is that I knew a lot of my friends that some of them were racist. I'll say that, that I do personally know or did know that people who did not like a certain race, whether it be African-American or any other race in the world, I do remember that. I grew up in a school, I went to school, and there's nothing against this school. I went to a private school that was all white in Louisiana. That, like, to other people out out of Louisiana, to be honest, I feel like that's unheard of. Because I grew up in the South that was nothing but white people in the school. I didn't have a class with any person who was African American until driver's ed. Until I was 15 to 16 years old. And (laughs) and the the guys that I talked to in there that happened to be African American, they were some of the nicest and funniest people in there. Like, they made that class. Like, driver's ed sucked, for one thing, because it's stupid, because... Yeah, you need to learn how to drive a car, but you only, like, I knew how to drive a car before driver's ed, you know, like, just, like, training and drive and letting my parent and my parents letting me drive, you know. But I didn't have a class with the African-American person or person of color until driver's ed. Then, of course, I graduated high school, and now I go to ULM, the University of Louisiana Monroe, and you see all people of race, uh, gender, and sexual orientation there. Like, it's a mixed match in college. And I have nothing against that. You meet very colorful characters in college. I think that's a good thing for to meet people like me. I'm your typical straight white man. That's who I am. And I feel like, apparently, in this day and age, I'm the, like, epitome of evil, apparently, because I'm straight, I'm white, and I'm a man. And many people think that they're, oh, they're, you're just going by the norm is why you're doing that. No, that's just who I am. I just want to be that way. I'm not gay, and I have nothing against homosexual people. If love is love, you can love whoever you want to, in my opinion. I'm white, I can't change that. <laughs> I was born this way. Both of my parents are white, and both of their parents are white. So it's like I can't go back in time and change what the color of my skin is. And I'm a man. I can't change. Well, I mean, technically, you could change that. You could identify yourself as a, like I could identify myself as a girl if I wanted to, but I don't. I like who I am, and I feel like people. Sh- and if you want to change who you are. You can. I mean, like, if you are a guy and you want to be a girl or you're a girl and want to be a guy, you can do what you want. In my opinion, like, I was born and raised also in church for many years. And the Christian belief that you that I think of is that they don't believe that people should be homosexual and race doesn't matter in church. Like, everybody's the same, and they will treat you with love and respect in the godly way that they do, you know. Because I was raised in Baptist church. And 
male and female didn't matter either. It was mainly like your whatever you preferred your partner to be. Like if you preferred it to be the same sex as you. People didn't, the church doesn't, a lot of churches don't believe in that. I, on the other hand, am an ordained minister. And I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't become ordained to lead a church. I didn't become ordained to really kind of help people go to church. If you want to go to church, you go. If you don't want to go, then don't go. I could, it, it's not going to turn me either way. I'll still be your friend if you don't go or you go. It doesn't bother me. I became an ordained minister to officiate a wedding between one of my good friends that I graduated high school with because it started out as a joke and then I went home and then she was like, yeah, I want you to do it. And then I paid $50 online and legit got the uh, certificate, went to the courthouse and now I'm officially ordained for uh, the past year and a half. In this November, it'll be two years because it was in November of 2018 when I got ordained. And I've and I'm ordained in the whole state of Louisiana except Orleans Parish, which is the which is the city of New Orleans. I can officiate a marriage in 63 out of the 64 parishes. I did that to officiate weddings. I've officiated two weddings so far, and I've had other people say like, "Hey, man, if I ever get married." I want you to officiate my wedding. And I'm like, thank you, and I will. Just all you got to do is give me a call whenever uh, that, that it's the time, you know. W- would I officiate a same-sex marriage? Probably. I mean, if they would want... if they, To be honest, when somebody asks me to officiate their marriage, it's, I guess, humbling is what I should say. Well, I probably shouldn't say that. It makes me feel good that they want me to be there, not be the reason that they're getting married, because the reason they're getting married should be that they love each other, but the reason, but I'm there to not only stand in between them and stand there and say, I now pronounce you husband and wife or whatever, but to be able to sign the dotted line, which is... One of the most boring parts of the wedding is signing the license. But to be honest, that's the most important part of the wedding is to do that. And I don't... If you want, if you like somebody, you, you do you, man. Like, the only thing that I say is that, like, I'm straight. And I like, I like females, of course, being straight because I'm a dude. I... Don't like if somebody if a guy tries to flirt with me or something, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It won't bother me that much. And then if they try to get with me, I'll be like, dude, I'm not, I'm not a home, I'm not gay, so just don't. I, I'm I'm straight. And then they'll be like, okay, whatever. And then that'll be it. That's not that's never happened to me before. But that's what I would probably do is be like, hey, I understand that you like, uh, that you're homosexual and you like guys but I'm not I'm not I like women so it's like okay it's like it's not gonna bother me that much to be honest with you uh I might feel a little flattered (laughs) to be honest with you if that ever happens to me but uh and I, I could I don't care if it if it ever 
doesn't happen to me, I could care less, to be honest with you. And, but basically going back to the original topic of why I started talking about all this, is basically that the world is upside down right now because of what Rick and Morty will call it is a race war, that it's always this conflict of cops against African-American people all around the world. And there are good cops and bad cops, and there are good and bad people of every color and work environment. And I'm just speaking my mind here because of freedom of speech, because I can, and it's also my show. And I, I'm not trying to offend anybody, and it's like, I'm just being real here. Like, this is probably the most serious conversation I've had with y'all as the audience ever on the history of the podcast. And it's like, I'm not trying to say anything like that. Like, even though I grew up in Louisiana, and I hear people say the N-word regularly, I'm not saying my family says says it or anything, because we don't. I'm saying, like, people... Like I walk like walking into a restaurant or I, I might hear somebody say it or walking like down a sidewalk somewhere or being at some big gathering and I hear somebody say it. No matter what the color of their skin is and they say the N-word, it makes my skin like shiver and get goosebumps because it's like, why would you say that? Like, I don't care who you are and if you're white, if you're uh, any other race in this planet, you shouldn't say that. Like, yeah, they said it back in the day. So what? Let's get over it. Like, we have a America has a terrible past. Let's go on. Let's let's end that and start new because we as Americans need to stand together as Americans. We should not divide ourselves against each other by the color of our skin, by what's in between our legs, and what we prefer to have as a partner. We should not let that divide us. Whatever you want to do personally or with somebody else, that's your problem. That's not mine, and I don't care. Whatever you want to do, I could care less. Like, if you want to be with another, with somebody that's the same sex as you, whether you want to be, uh, whether you're a man or a woman, or whether you're another race or whatever, I don't care. I'm friends, I'll be friends with you. I don't, I could care less. I'll be friends with anybody. Like, if you're cool, and if you're not mean, I mean, if you're a piece of crap person, I don't want to be a friend with you. But if you're a cool person and all, I'm, I'll definitely defend, like, with people, and especially what gets me good here, grinds my gears, as I should say, from Family Guy, is that there are people on social media that are racist, and they shouldn't say things like that on social media, but also on the other side are people that say stuff like that on the opposite. Like, Like, if I go on social media, only thing I'll be is, like, we're all cool, don't be racist, don't be sexist, don't be any, don't, uh, what's it called? I don't remember what the name of it is, but don't be racist, don't be sexist, and don't hate people for being homosexual. Like, that's, there's no reason to hate them. 
Like, that's their life choice. Get over it. They, they can do what they want. And how, whatever happens, happens. Like, who cares? They do, but I don't. So it's like, I hope, I hope you, and like, I'll, and you'll say, okay, whatever. And then I'll shake your hand and my, I might give you a hug or something. Be like, okay, best wishes for you. I hope you have a good life and I hope everything works out for you because I hope that everybody gets a good life and has a good time, you know, because we're all just here. YOLO. That's people will laugh at that, but it's literally true. I mean, you only live once. Why not live to the fullest? And you should. And that's my opinion and everything, you know, you should do whatever you want. But people on social media that will bat, like there's uh, somebody I know who's a YouTuber and she's, uh, she's African-American, she's French, it's a, it's a girl, of course, she's she, and she's gay. And she is hated on, people give her death threats and all that kind of stuff. There's no reason for that. She's funny, and she's well-liked by me especially, and she's just a good person, okay? Get over it. Like, I don't care what you don't like about people. You need to keep your mouth shut and stay at home for all I could care about. And if you think that you can call her out for being what she looks like and what she prefers as a partner... You, all you need to do is you need to come out of your mom's basement and tell me that to my face, and then we can deal with this, okay? We cannot deal with your problems while you're sitting at home, stuck on the bed, on your computer, typing all these mean things to say to people for no reason. You shouldn't say this kind of stuff. People need to just come out and say, okay, you do you, I'm okay with it. I'm a straight white guy, and I will talk to you, and there's and you don't. I don't have a problem with you. Like, there's no problem to settle. It's like, hey, how are you? I'm a straight white guy. And they're like, hey, I'm an uh, African-American woman who's gay. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, I could care less. You know, like, you can do, you do you. I'm not saying I could care less about you because I care about people, you know. I care that they have a, like I said, a good life, and they're, really good financially and have a good family and have a good relationship and get married, have kids, whatever they want to do. I don't care. But people who say these mean things, I don't know how they do it. Cause I, I never, I can never do that kind of stuff. Like I can be mean on here at somebody if I wanted to, but why, why would I for good entertainment? Maybe it'd be fake mean. If that's the case, I'd be, mean, I would be mean fakely, that's not a word, <laughs> I would be mean to as faking it just to be funny, I can't be mean real like that, because that's just not in my nature to be like that, so I understand why everybody's protesting and rioting, I completely understand both sides that people are saying, like people say that the Black Lives Matter and it's because they've been oppressed for 200 or more years, not only in this country, but in other countries around the world as slaves and everything. We need to put all that behind us and treat everyone as equals. It says literally in the Constitution that all men are created equal, and that's just not men. That's like the general men used for men and women, and um, it's true. We are. We're all the same on the inside. We're all 
especially here in America. We're all Americans, and we need to just band together and be that way and just build this country up for our future generations to come to have, to live a great life, to be in a world that loves and cares about each other and put all this behind us. That's all we can do, and that's all we can do to better ourselves and the future and all of our kids that will come someday and be like, wow, this is a good place to live, you know. It's like I would rather live, I wouldn't rather live in any other place. And then we look back at ourselves and say that was because of us, that we made this a good, not only a good country, but a good, heartful planet that is band together to be here hand in hand with each other to take our planet to the next step of joining together for a better future. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> that's my opinion on that. It's like, like I've said before, I don't, I, I'm not trying to, like, I, like, I said African-American a lot because I really just don't like to say black people because that's, like, I'm okay with people calling me white. Like, what else can you call me? European? American? Like, American doesn't have a set color because you can be anything in America. And that's why I say African-American because I just prefer to say that. It's just me, personally. And, uh, yeah. Also, right quick, I wanted to say about COVID-19 is that... Everything is slowly coming back to normal. I'm very glad of that. Like I've said before, Louisiana is in phase two of the COVID-19 getting back to normal act or whatever it is. Uh, I do think that if you get in, uh, there have been a couple spikes in a couple states here in the past couple, in the past like week or so because of the pro, I'm not going to say it's because of the protests and the riots. But it might be because they were also they were that they were uh, big gatherings happening. So, like if you are protesting, make sure to wear a mask and try to observe social distancing rules. But you know, like do your best. You know, and everybody needs to stay safe and love one another out there. That's all I'm asking. So, yeah. Just stay safe out there, everybody, and try to love and like each other. Like, let's not spread. Don't like don't spread hate, spread love to everyone and each other. So, and I think that's going to be it for this episode. Uh I didn't mean to get serious for so long on here, but I did want to say something because I have seen that some celebrities have been uh battered that they have not said anything on this movement that is currently happening. So that's why I wanted to go ahead and say that. So, you don't get many serious moments out of me, but when you do, they're pretty dead gum serious, I gotta say. So, I think that's gonna do this for this episode. Uh, thank y'all for listening. As always, please rate and subscribe and follow the Toddcast only on Instagram for updates. That's the Toddcast at the underscore Toddcast underscore only on Instagram. Tell your friends, tell your family to give it a listen. And thank all of you once again for listening to this episode. And if you want to know what's going to happen next week, well, you're just going to have to tune in to find out. Only on the Topcast.